Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, comedian, tarot reader, Arana the Virgo. Happy Friday, you guys. Today is May 20th, 2022. Welcome to another edition of the Jokes and Jams podcast. Yes, my Black History musical podcast, where I pay tribute to some of my favorite musicians or some of my favorite music of African-American culture from, you know, black America, et cetera, et cetera, my ancestors and all of that, because I didn't come around till the 80s. All right. Um, yo, this episode is actually going to be a very cool episode for a lot of reasons. Um, first and foremost, I love when I am... Well, I I wanted to say introduce. Introduce was going to be the word that I was going to use. But um, I just I love when I learn about people I've never heard about before, because once again, history is history and history is rich and history is deep. And, you know, if you seek, you will find, you know, I've been doing this podcast since 2020. And uh, the way I started this podcast actually uh, is this story of this theme song that you just heard, This, this theme song that you just heard. Uh, it comes from a simple version of Bernadette by the Four Tops. That bass line was played by the incomparable James Jamerson. I stripped the song down, only used the bass line, and I created that little intro, which I did. I loved it. I loved it the way it was, put it out the way it was, and made it the intro to another podcast that I used to produce. I still own it, but I, it's not currently in production. That podcast is called Dear Black Love. I used it for the theme song for that podcast because it was a podcast about love. But um, Bernadette by the four tops is literally one of my favorite love songs of all time. I've loved that song since I was like seven and I always thought it was like the coolest song. And I always want somebody to love me the way the four tops love Bernadette, even though they didn't write the song, even though the song was written by Holland, Doja Holland, you know, uh, the way, uh, Levi sang the song. I was like, I want that. <laughs> I want somebody to love me like that. Bernadette, you'd want for me. And it, you know, you know what I'm saying? He's just not afraid to put himself out there. Embarrass him. Girl, come on, girl. Now, that's not a requirement for my love, you know, but even as a seven year old, you know, coming up in a home where I had two parents that fought all the time and hated each other. I was like, you know what? That would be nice. (laughs) You know, how somebody that really love you and they mean it. They word is they bond and they mean it. That would be very, very nice. Um, And so, like I said, I love the song. That's been like my favorite, you know, for practically three decades. Um, And I just couldn't let it stick to the little intro 
like what you just heard. And so I made it a full on song. That song is available on iTunes if you're interested. And it's called My Favorite Love Song by Arana the Virgo featuring James Jamerson. And listen, man, uh, it's, it's, it's took me on an entire journey of, you know, delving back into this history and delving into, you know, just some of the songs that I loved growing up, the artists I loved growing up, the artists my parents introduced me to. Both of my parents were around for the Motown era. My mother, being an opera singer, was heavily influenced uh, by that era, and her life mirrored, okay, many of the African-Americans at that time who, especially African-Americans who were coming up in the Midwest, okay, who had musical gifts, musical um, capabilities, and Def Jam, Def Jam? No, Def Jam was the 90s. Def Jam was was my childhood, but Motown was what I was trying to say. Uh, Motown uh, was the biggest game in town, and it was uh, the most premier game in town as far as featuring black talent. There were a lot of other record labels that existed at the time, and you know uh, whether or not they paid their artists—that's a whole nother story, whole nother podcast, y'all. Uh, we're not even gonna get into that rabbit hole right now. However, Motown was like the biggest game in town, and so it just really uh, influenced an entire era, which influenced a generation, which went on to influence two generations because the people who were influenced by Motown were the people who were influenced and created hip hop. And the people who created hip hop are still influencing people to this day because hip hop has had about a 30 year reign as far as influence. And then as far as uh, notoriety being the number one music genre for about the last four or five years, um, this is all very important history. This is all very important uh, recognition and cool information, you know, and one of the reasons why I did this podcast is because I get excited about this and it allows me to, you know, joke, show my creative side and also just have fun creating concepts and stuff from some of my favorite stuff uh, as a comedian, right? Something that I used to do at a live show I used to produce, I get my keyboard and I would improv songs in front of the crowd, right? And I would base what I'm saying while I'm playing the keyboard off of things that actually happened in the night. And, you know, the laughs would organically come wherever they came because, you know, they were watching the entire show. They remember what happened. They remember what different comedians said, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, uh, when I come at the end of the show with the keyboard and summarizing it and I'm making this impromptu song, you know, I'm playing melodies, right? But they don't know what I'm playing, right? Until... I hook it back to a song that they have heard before that they reference. For example, I was playing the melody to lean on me, but I was singing something totally different and was improv and everything in a moment because I was specifically bringing up what happened during the show. People were engaged and they knew that this was something that I felt like saying because it happened in the show, right? But the second I was like, y'all don't even know where this is from. And then I started playing it the way that they heard it. It was like, oh, and it's just like really fun, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, which is like so fun for me. Also, I may have mentioned it in this podcast. I know I've mentioned it on my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is Arana the Virgo, by the way. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, if you've never heard of me, you will like it. It's a lot of stuff on there. Comedian tarot reader Arana the Virgo. So there's some tarot readings for the collective, things that'll help you heal, things that'll help you make sure that you're on your exact life path because we all out here trying to free ourselves, okay? But then also, you know, things that will free you 
spiritually because it's humor and laughter is medicine. Okay. So you can get them shackles off your soul and laugh and have a good time and enjoy life. There's a lot of silly content on there, whether it's my musical comedy, my sketch comedy. Uh, and I put little clips of my stand up in there as well. Okay. So check that out. That's youtube.com slash C like cat slash Arana the Virgo, A-A-R-O-N-A-T-H-E-V-I-R-G-O. Now you guys, uh, I mentioned on my, I know I mentioned it on my YouTube channel and I'll mention it here again. I, I, I can't remember if I mentioned it on this podcast in the past, but like when I was in college, right, I used to date a, a guy who was a music producer and, you know, that was something that we just had in common. Like we would be up to like five in the morning, you know, just in his studio, like whatever he's got going on. And at the time I was a, a spoken word artist. I was writing poetry and, you know, he really, he was, he really enjoyed what I did, really supported what I did. And, you know, I was, um, making a name for myself around campus. Like I had a reputation for being like this, uh, this, this, this cool spoken word performer. And I was like winning contests and stuff like that. Right. Um, and so that like chill time that we had, that, that creative time that we had, that we both would, you know, contribute, but also just sit back and enjoy music that we love. That was so much fun to me. And anytime I had something like that with one of my partners, that was just very special times and special memories to me. And he specifically, um, what, what happened during that period of when we were together, it, it really showed me of things I like to do with partners. Now, down the line, there was other people that I ended up having those moments where I would sit back and just enjoy some jams, right? Um, and within the last two years, especially within me doing this podcast, one of the reasons why I like going on YouTube, specifically certain YouTube channels, and looking for old songs that I used to like or stuff like that, because I look in the comments. And even that energy of just seeing people come on YouTube and get the comments about some stuff they used to love and that little fellowship, all of it is like really positive energy. And it's just, it's fun, you know? Uh, so I'm just one of those like music geeks that like to have fun, right? Uh, and so this podcast is designed for people like that, right? Okay, so check it. Today's episode is all about a cat called Michael Henderson. You guys, I knew nothing about Michael Henderson at all before my time. Okay. Cause he was killing it in the seventies. That like, that was his decade where he was on top and he was doing a little bit of everything. Um, I heard about Michael Henderson once again through YouTube. I was on YouTube, uh, minding my little business and something popped up on my timeline, illest baseline ever. And, you know, like I said, the way this podcast was formed was based off me hearing baselines I love from, uh, it started off with James Jamerson because I never knew who James Jamerson was before I loved this, you know, uh, I loved the baseline that he laid down in my favorite song, my favorite love song ever. And then I had to know more of his story. And then because, you know, I didn't know more of his story. And as much as I like music and as cold as he was, I felt rock. I felt robbed, you guys. And I was like, okay, people need to know, like, all these other people who was putting real musicianship up. And, you know, let me be the person who shares this with them so we no longer feel robbed. You feel me? Okay, so there was a YouTube creator. His channel is PD Bass, letter P, the letter D, and then bass like bass guitar. That's his uh, YouTube channel. That's his handle. Check him out, especially if you're a bass player or you like, you know, music that's, you know, heavy with bass guitar.
are, et cetera. He, he's, he's got his whole channel dedicated to that. So that may be something that you're interested to no affiliation. We don't have any partnerships or anything like that. I just like giving credit where credit is due. So his video, right. Showed up on my timeline and the title of the video was the illest bass break ever. So, you know, me being in the bass lines, you know, I used to be a drummer in the marching band and my boyfriend in the band was a bass player because he played the tuba and all the tubas would play the bass lines of whatever song we was doing. You know, I just, that's my lane. I love that, right? So I listened to the video. I watched the video, gave him some views, you know, hit the like button, support it, you know, all that YouTube stuff, right? And the song he was promoting or talking about, it was called You Are My Starship by Norman Connors. And he was saying it has the illest bass break ever. And then he went on to, you know, describe the song, talk about the historical elements, and then he was playing it himself because he's a bass player. Right now, I was watching the video. I watched the video. I supported. Had to hit it with the like support, support. Right, and I was like, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not impressed. I don't. I, you know, I don't. I don't. I don't see what's so cold about it. Right, uh, but it was a clip of a song he played called Solid. Solid. That was created by the same the same guy, Michael Henderson. And I was like, now nah, that's cold. What's that? Right. It got my attention. I stood up. I was like, hmm, what's that? Right. So I learned four things watching his video, The Illest Bass Break Ever. The first thing I learned, okay, the song is very pretty. I had to go and listen to the, the actual original song on YouTube, which whoever put the original song up on YouTube, I went ahead and gave him some views and hit the like button, okay? Um, I was like, the song is pretty. I like it, but I'm not, I'm still not, it's not connecting with me. Now, in that song, that song has vocals by Michael Henderson and the late Phyllis Hyman. Rest in peace to Phyllis Hyman. I didn't know that. I was like, okay, I like Phyllis had a voice. I like Phyllis. Okay, that's, that's cool. That's news. But Michael sung on that song. That was all the way a whole new T I wasn't even prepared for. So this guy is not just a bass player. This guy got vocals too. And the lyrics on the song, everything sounds really really pretty. Like it's a very pretty song. So he was blowing. And I'm like, wow, he sings like that and that's his bass line? This dude's ridiculous. Who is he? I need to know. Okay, so this whole episode is dedicated to Michael Henderson. We're going to give him his love and give him his coin. I went up and, and I looked on uh, Wikipedia. Um... The man is 70 years old, okay, still making music, still, like, living the fabulous life, I guess. I assume, I hope, I pray, right? Uh, but we need to give Brother Michael some recognition and, and, and hype, like, his work up so he can get some more coins and his publishing and all this other stuff can, you know, get some more stuff going on, okay? Because I don't know what they're doing on Spotify, but I know they're not, like, talking about Michael Henderson, okay? I ain't never hear of him until this week, and we in May 2022, okay? All right, so. That's the first thing I learned. The second thing I learned was Norman Connors, who the song is is uh, credited to him. It's his song, and it's on his album of the same title, You're My Starship, but it's featuring Michael Henderson vocals and Michael Henderson on bass and Phyllis Hyman singing. Norman Connors wasn't a singer at all or a performance artist. He was a jazz drummer. So I was like, yo, something that he sang on, it wasn't even his song, his album, it's, 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 it's got all of this acclaim. Now, check this out. When I heard the You're My Starship original version, 
I know it's been sampled. I've heard it sounded familiar to me. I just never heard or was familiar to the original song. I was like, but it's pretty. I like this. Okay. Another thing I learned, Michael Henderson played for Stevie Wonder's band and Miles Davis' band. And Miles Davis stole him from Stevie Wonder. He met Stevie Wonder in Chicago. Shout out to Chi-Town at the legendary Regal Theater. Regal Theater used to be popping back in the day, even all the way up until uh, one of my comedian favorites, Robin Harris, rest in peace, performed there. And then, like, somewhere around 93, 94, the Regal started going down. They kept trying to bring it back. They may have fully brought it back. I don't know what's going on in Chicago. But it's had periods of up and down, being open, being closed, being open, being closed, all throughout the 90s up until now. Uh, But back in the day, it was the Midwest Apollo, okay? Regal Theater used to be that thing. You hear me? Uh, the, The Play Beauty Shop in the 80s and 90s used to run amok up at some Regal Theater, okay? Shelly Garrett's Beauty Shop. We used to hear them commercials all the damn time. The Regal Theater was on some serious stuff, okay? Stevie Wonder met Michael uh, Michael Henderson at the Regal Theater. So then when they was performing together, because he joined Stevie Wonder's band, Miles Davis heard him and told Stevie to his face, I'm taking your fucking bass play, okay? He don't work for you no more. He worked for me. And then Michael Henderson went on to work on 10 albums or projects that spanned from 1970 to 1977 with Miles Davis, the one and only legendary Miles Davis. Rest in peace to Miles Davis. Then, then he didn't stop there. Oh, yeah, no, Michael bad. That boy bad, okay? Michael went on to have his own solo career as an artist from 1976 to 1986. And in that solo career, he generated eight albums. He produced and put out eight albums, okay? We need to be celebrating Brother Michael because he's a beast, okay? He is fabulous. Uh, Some other notable artists that he might have worked with, Rick Ross showed up in the search. I was like, he worked with Rick? Or Rick sampled something he did? That's because Michael got cold bass lines. Because Michael's amazing. So check this out. Like I said, I was listening to it. You know, my little cat ear went up, and I was like, yo, that song Solid is deep. I love it, and I want to do something with it. And you guys... I'm a public notary in the state of Florida, and I was, um, I'm working on, right, putting myself out there and marketing my services and stuff like that. I kind of was being shy and, pay- and playing the background with it just a little because I was waiting on my tax return so that I could further invest in my notary career because there's one more certification that I really, really want. Um, it's been something I've been planning on since October of 2021. But, you know, unfortunately, some scammers you know, then usurped my tax return somehow, some way, but it's okay. God is on it. And I called the IRS and on the recorded call. Okay. They admitted that they paid me out my tax return in 2015. So it just doesn't make sense that I'm receiving whatever this false stuff is. Talking about somebody owes some taxes from 2015. It's a lie. It's a scam. I recorded, I recorded, I, the call was recorded and I requested that they mail it to me and I want the direct copy because they own some BS, but it's okay. You know, you you take a licking and you keep on ticket. And it inspired this Arana remake that I made from Michael Henderson's song, Solid. Now, I'm a comedian tarot reader. I got to say that, y'all, because I know y'all smart podcast family. But, you know, some people, they just don't want to, you know, listen or they don't want to accept reality. And I don't know what they be expecting from me when I'm completely transparent of what I offer, who I am and what I offer. You feel me? Okay. So, 
I make comedy music. I've been making comedy music since about 2011. I've been a BMI registered songwriter since the year 2011 for the comedy music that I've been putting out. Okay, shout out to Foxhole and Foxhole Radio, Foxhole Entertainment, the company, all of that, because they were the first place that I ever received any type of residual income from the comedic, I was going to say the comedic songs. Yeah, the I could, my mouth and mine couldn't decide if I wanted to say comedic or comedy, okay? But anyways, the comedy songs that I created around that time, uh, I started getting checks from Foxhole, and I was like, yo, what happened? Yo, this is amazing, okay? That's been going on since 2011, guys, okay? I've been a YouTuber since 2006, okay? So this has been my lane, all right? I got on Wildin' Out for one season, back in 2015 and it was really just me walking in my lane I was already on that before that happened and then I was just on it for one season y'all I mean I had fun I made the most of it for the one season but when I only did it for the one season and I wasn't back for the other seasons I didn't stop doing what I've been doing since 2011 I definitely didn't stop doing it because I already had a whole show and a whole routine of how I, you know, toured with my stand-up and my musical comedy. I had my whole little thing together, you feel me? And um, now that podcasting has exploded in the ways that it has since 2017, doing this podcast has gave me another lane and another platform to be myself, to do what I've been doing, okay? And check this out. I was doing what I was doing when nobody gave a damn what I was doing. Do you know what I'm saying? And so it's only right for me to put together this podcast and d- keep doing the things that I'm doing like nobody gives a damn what I'm doing. Because they didn't give a damn before. So for some reason, people started giving a damn, but it wasn't for the right reasons, right? And then they tried to treat me like I'm supposed to stop doing what I've been doing when nobody was watching to begin with. So even if a few people start watching, it's a win for me, Okay. They don't understand that podcast family, so I got to just <laughs> set the record straight with y'all. Now, lest I keep you too long, because it's Friday, y'all got some partying to do and stuff going on, I'm going to just get to the goods. Here is the Arana remake from Michael Henderson's song, Solid. This is called Notaries. Check it out. It's some foolishness. <gasps> This is beautiful. Michael! Michael Henderson, you better get on down. Say what? Say what? Might as well tell you a story about notary. Might as well tell you about them notaries. If you got, oh, yeah, be switch. Because if you got scammers in your life, notaries gonna make them think twice. If you got scammers in your life, notaries make them think twice. Protect yourself. Protect yourself. Woo-hoo-hoo. I don't think I wanted it to go like that, but let's try it again. Text me at three two three two thirty oh eight seventy one. If you need an yeah. Text me at three two three two thirty oh eight seventy one. If you need an ring. 
You got scammers in your life. Notaries can help you get right. You need another act. Notary, notary. Text me at 323-230-0871. Notary, notary. Notary, notary. Scammers like to commit that fraud. Let notary help you take charge. Notary, notary. Mm-hmm. You need a document. By your girl, Arana the Virgo. I told you it was gonna be silly. It is silly, but it's promotional. And yes, 323-230-0871 is a real number that you can text me if you need a notary. Okay. I am a public notary in the state of Florida, and I am able to do remote notarizations online. I'm able to do power of attorneys, wills, uh, apostilles, uh, and inspections like um location inspections don't necessarily require you to be a certified notary but people who need inspections for locations tend to uh want notaries because they know that notaries are going to be accurate and present you know the correct information because they have much more riding on it than some rather you know some joe schmo or whatever so you can go to my website which is com slash florida notary and you will have, you'll be able to access my notary page, okay? Um, if not, you can just go to www.aaronathevirgo.com, go to the drop down menu and click notary, and you'll be able to uh, further, you know, uh, do things from there. I don't know why I got tongue tied, but y'all get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> now, 
FYI, today's date is Friday, May 20th, 2022. I want you to be aware that coming next week, there will be some website upgrades that I have scheduled, okay, because I want to reformat how everything appears to make it easier for customers. I want to make sure that all the pages on my website are customer centered and I want to make sure that, you know, it gets to exactly what everybody, you know, needs and wants from me. Um, I've definitely been taking a look and taking into account different things and uh, that I've been told and different pointers and all of these things. So I want y'all to know I heard you. I heard you and I appreciate you. And so I'll be making some upgrades uh, during next week. Just want to say that everything is everything. The website is up. You can you can feel free to text me and, and we can make appointments. I do everything by appointment when it comes to my notary stuff. And as far as stand up comedy, there's always, you know, bookings available. OK, that's on my website as well. So y'all can check out all of that. Like I said, we do this each and every Friday. Thank you for rocking with me all the way up until this point. Thank you for your time and attention. I never take it lightly. I appreciate it so much. I'll be back next week with another episode of Jokes and Jams. So make sure you check that out. And if you got some time, check out my other podcast where comedy and tarot collide. I drop that every Monday. OK, uh, on my website, www.aranathevirgo.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-A-T-H-E-V-I. IRGO.com in case you missed it. My podcasts are also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. I appreciate y'all so much. Thank y'all for supporting your girl and the movement. Love you. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.